Bollocks. Sounds satisfying. <laughs> Hello. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back to One Classical, where Katie is picking off her manicured nails. It's so satisfying the way it peels. <laughs> yes, we are the podcast where we give our unique interpretations of classical texts. Lovely. Yes, for any trigger warnings, please check the description box yeah, of the... Yeah, we'll be all right. Yes, it'd be all right. It's only a bit it's, of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, nothing, nothing too too awful goes on here. No bloody tests. Yeah, not like our first two episodes. Well done. Have you made it through that? Well done. Yeah, well we're done. on to brighter and more problematic things. <laughs> I'm Marsha, and I am Katie. Yes, and today we are looking again at Pride and Prejudice. Yes, last um, week episode. Whenever you last tuned in, mm-hmm. um, we have just met Mr. Collins, who is the cousin of the Bennett girls, um, and is destined to inherit their estent, 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 their estent, their estate, <laughs> when their dear old papa um, pops his clogs. Because women can't inherit shit. Yes, mm-hmm. but are evidently much more talented than men in every other respect. Just that they can't inherit land or money or property. If only they could. If only they could find a way. Oh, if only. If only. If only. Or vote. Or vote. Yeah, can't do that. Yes. To have opinions. Yeah. We don't want women opinions. They're too clever. (laughs) No, silly things. Let's say that they're more silly than us, even though they can speak five languages, do every kind of art imaginable. (laughs) Silly women. Of late, every single um, disagreement I've had with my boyfriend has concluded with him basically saying, well, if you're going to use logic, Marshall, there's not much I can do. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, my boyfriend does that, but to me... (laughs) And me being like, well, you're going to be logical. Yeah. What do you expect from me? <laughs> I can only smack you with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you don't want to hear logic. You just want to be angry. <laughs> God damn it. But and yes, Mr. Collins. Yes, good job. <laughs> um, yes, Mr. Collins has just arrived at the Bennett house. And he is difficult. <laughs> to put it mildly mm-hmm. so as I was saying last week he apologises for fucking everything mm-hmm. um, and there's a moment when um, he asks which of his fair cousins mm-hmm. Ew. he always refers to I him as his fair cousin. it's fair game to marry your cousin back then even legally fair game now but it's gross but gross <laughs> yeah don't do it incest mm, just a little bit of incest just a little bit of mild incest mm. but he's like oh to which of my fair cousins has prepared the meal and they're like oh mm. we have a, we can still keep a cook we are not as poor as all that and he doesn't shut up being like I'm so sorry to have caused offence did I cause offence I, I do apologise I'm so sorry it's imagine like, now if it was like frowned upon to make your own dinner it'd be ridiculous wouldn't it like, it's gone completely the other way now isn't if, it yeah if you can't yeah. cook now it's like the fuck's wrong with you grow up yeah exactly which again is a privileged thing of like the thing I always think is uh, I'm an alright cook um, but like it's a privilege isn't it to be able to afford one an array of ingredients yeah, and that's two so true. to be able to afford to experiment to fuck it up yeah very true yeah. I'm going to make a treacle tart tonight instead that's going to be delicious this is the kind of cool thing we do we, we slag off old books and uh, make treacle tarts yeah mm-hmm. we're really interesting people we are we are just the kind of people we you want to tune into we also have like Although we like mock all of the um, people in these books, we have the same interests. Oh my god, when we were slagging off embroidery last week, all I was thinking was, I like embroidery. <laughs> I like embroidery. It's, it's lovely. Speak yeah. from all. But I don't spend too much time on it. That's the thing. I do things in between. Hence why it takes me fucking Knitting ages. takes so oh, long. Okay. Knitting is bullshit. <laughs> Knitting is... Like, people are like, oh, I knitted a scarf in a week. No, you didn't. You knitted a scarf in seven years. Let's be honest. Also, we were... For years, we thought knitting was like, 
a scam, a lie. Like it's I'm impossible still not to convinced do. because it takes so long. <laughs> well, this is the thing. We spent years trying to learn how to knit. We finally cracked it. And after like knitting a couple of lines, like this is really fucking boring. Yeah, Let's like not this do is it shit. Still a lie. Yeah, still a lie. Who enjoys it? No one. It's really boring. And also, if you're gonna message me and go like, "Oh, I enjoy knitting," you're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> but you're very boring. <laughs> anyway, I regret peeling my nail varnish off now. It's all rough underneath. <laughs> don't pick off your them. nails. <laughs> I don't pick off your nails. That'd be horrible. Ooh. I mean, if you want to freak people out, sure. Yeah. Then touch them with your gammy fingers. Yeah. Maybe that'll keep the men away. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch me. I'm gross. <laughs> I'm disgusting. Yucky. Don't come near me. So yes, he's like, which of my fair cousins made this meal? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we can well keep a cook. And mm-hmm. he's all like, oh, this is horrible. Good description. After a while, you've just got to zone him out and you just hear a noise. <laughs> Like, me geez. with men now <laughs> to be fair also he never shuts up about lady catherine de Bourgh. who's she she's like a high flying well she's she's like a rich lady um who was basically giving him his job as um a past pastor pastor again as pastor a pastor not pastor he's not filled as it's not a pastor a pastor no. Pasta. Pasta. I, pasta. You say pa- it's basically pasta, but you say it like a twat. <laughs> so if you think you'd rather, you'd have some pesto and pasta. That's it. Pasta. So pasta. Yeah. Was he a clergyman? But, What's the difference? But can she give him that job? There's some ins and outs of it. I think. Is like it she- like you have, or oh, back then, one would have a gardener on their land and they'd also have their personal pasta? No, he's, like, he's got his own parish. Okay. I think like... Well, she's single. I can't. Maybe they did say she's older, isn't she? She's older. Yeah. Again, it's one of these situations when, when they just scan over little details like that, and you're then you miss it, and then, and then oh, he gives. And then you then you've lost them all to live because you're scanning Mr. Collins sentences, which are basically like they were painful enough first. Yeah, literally. Like I I can't do this again. (laughs) Not again, Mr. Collins. (sighs) So Um, yeah, she's given him his position, and he he fucking fucking loves her because he thinks she's like the epitome of. Brilliant, great, Brilliant, sophistication. Great, amazing. And like, he'll do anything to please her. Like, I'm surprised he didn't want to fucking marry her, to be honest. He probably does, but he probably can't because she's old and shit. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. She can have a toy boy if yeah, she wants. exactly. He does marry someone old, though. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, spoilers. Um, um, so yeah, after they've had dinner, they go into the drawing room together. And um, Mr. Collins exclaims that he shall read to the young ladies. Oh, thank fuck, Mr. Collins. I'm so glad you're I'm here. so fucking glad you're here. And so he is presented with a with a book. <sighs> he's the fuck boy at college po- parties with his guitar. Literally. <laughs> no, but he's yes. also the fuck boy who's who was on his gap yard. Oh, his gap Because he's like, oh, I never read novels. Oh. What a novice. No, I could not possibly engage in something that was fictional or fun. So he's presented with an array of books and eventually chooses Fordyce's Sermons. Oh my God. It's a guy who's got like a philosophy book that's clearly like never properly been read. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like, oh yeah. What do you think about this person? Like, um, um, moving on. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. But for a little bit of background for those Mm, who are interested, Fordyce's Sermons is the reference to James Fordyson, Sermons to Young Women. Oh my God. So like basically how to be a desirable young woman. Yeah. Anyway, so he starts reading this, and obviously it's fucking 
dire. So one of the youngest girls, Lydia, interrupts and starts talking about some other shit. Because he's boring as shit. He's boring as shit. And everyone's like, oh, Lydia, you've offended Mr. Collins. And she's like, give a shit. He's well boring. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Collins is like, oh, no, no, I am not offended. I have often observed how little young ladies are interested by books of a serious stamp, though written solely for their benefit. It amazes me, I confess, for certainly there can be no- can be nothing so advantage- advantageous to them as instruction. Oh, my God. <laughs> disgusting. Just like, <sighs> oh, listen to me. I know best. <laughs> I as, as you are a young woman and I am a man, clearly I know what's best for you. Oh, my God. It's like when you had that lecturer that tried to explain feminism to oh. you. Yeah, I made a feminist um, performance and he said it was brilliant, great. And then gave me 54. So I was like, why? And he was like, oh, you clearly don't understand feminism. Let me explain it to you. And I was like, oh, the irony of this man's getting it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just for a little bit of context down. of this teacher, he also used to. Um, he, he spent a time. If I'm any of my teachers listen, banter. Oh, banter. he left. I hated him. Yeah. Um, he spent like a term in Japan, and after that, would always carry his mugs like as a, as, a, as a, like scooping them from underneath rather than by the handle. <laughs> just normal mugs. Normal mugs. So it was like. Oh. I bet, so they were pretentious. I bet they were burning his hand as well. <laughs> and he loved to wear socks and flip-flops. <laughs> Just to summarise what he was like a bit. How long did he spend in Japan again? I think it was literally like a term. <laughs> Just a change over there, change over mm-hmm. flight. <laughs> he was so annoying. Ate sushi once. <laughs> literally, literally, like, yeah, yeah, like watched like Studio Ghibli once or something. <laughs> Is it Ghibli? Ghibli? I have no idea. Yeah. Ooh. If anyone knows, please let us know. Rate us and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's like something completely different. Like, yeah. oh, oh, oh what do you know? What do you, you know? know? The more you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, he says that, which obviously is an indication to the disgusting character. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout all the stuff with Jane and Elizabeth, their younger sisters Mary, Lydia, and Kitty have not Mary. Actually, she doesn't give a shit. Mary's weird. I do not remember Mary. That's because no one remembers Mary. She's <laughs> the plain girl. Is she the one that plays piano and everyone hates yes. it? Yes. Do you want to hear an extract from that? It's a bit earlier on. Yeah. So they're at some sort of party and Mary sits down to play and they're all like, oh, can she fuck off? Like, this is gross. And a little bit of background on Mary. She's... Oh, I've gone past it. Um, <laughs> she's not the... She's she's um, not very attractive. Mm. Mary, who having in consequence of being the only um, plain one in the family, was always impatient for display. So she's desperate to get noticed because she's, like, not as attractive, which is really sad for the times anyway. Yeah. And also, so basically saying that if you're fuck ugly, but um, you'll never amount to anything, no matter how talented or smart you are, but if you're both... I mean, if you're attractive, it's all right. It's all right. But is this the thing? Like, she wants to, like, kind of show herself. So she's played this song before she's practiced it very much. No, she's meant meant to be. It's like her performance was pleasing, though by no means capital. So it's meant to be pretty good. It's meant to be be pretty good. And then it goes on to say, Mary had neither genius nor taste. And though vanity had given her application, it had given her likewise a pendant pedantic air and conceited manner which would have injured a higher a higher degree of excellence than she had received elizabeth easy and unaffected had been listened to with much more pleasure though not playing half as well what oh poor mary so she's judged before she's even sat down no matter how good her skill is she's never going to be as liked as elizabeth because elizabeth 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 lizzie's hot <laughs> she's a sexy lady got a nice arse got a nice arse bit of a wonky face but nice arse <laughs> exactly just watch from behind you'll be fine and let's study from behind or you know get her to wear one of those like, masquerade things and you just see her eyes poking out because oh, oh, it keeps going on about her her intelligent dark eyes 
that was a bit of background. Um, now back to Mr. Collins. We get a bit of insight into why he's decided to tra- travel all this way to Longbourn, which is where they live, mm-hmm. to meet his fair cousins. Right. He intended to marry. Oh, good. I'm glad. He meant to choose one of the daughters if he found them as handsome and amiable as they were represented by common report. <laughs> so only if he thinks they're hot or anything. No. Yeah, not going to marry any money. No, just, just going to check them out, really. Yeah, see what's up Inherit fortune, get some punani. And literally. Get... And also he gives zero shits because he, um, he's like got his eye on Jane at first because Jane's like the hot one. Yeah, fitty. Fitty. And then like Mrs. Bennett's like, oh, I... Shut up! I shut you up, computer. You get back to your place. You shush you. But then Mrs. Bennett's like, "Oh no, I want her to marry Mr. Bingley from down alone. He's well fit and rich." And he's well like, rich. "Well rich." And he's like, "Oh okay then." Hey Lizzie, oh. you're pretty. You're a pretty young lady. Fully, like it says, Mr. Collins had only to change from Jane to Elizabeth, and it was so, and it was soon done. Um, done while Mrs. Bennett was stirring the fire. Oh yes, yeah, so you're clearly so emotionally invested in whoever. Fully, like, oh that one's gone. All right, let's move on to the next one. The dickhead wants a wife. The The dickhead wants a wife. Who didn't give a shit who it is? The dickhead wants a wife. (laughs) (laughs) He's so gross. And it was also kind of like putting pressure on them as well because it's like, oh, if you don't marry me, then your family's going to be destitute because lol jokes, I hold the power. Oh, all the pressures. Which is just so gross. So because obviously he's not an attractive or like clever or in any way pleasing in any regard you don't spend time with him yeah so he's like been like oh this is an opportunity to get to get laid if i marry someone who owes me in order to keep their family afloat so that's a healthy relationship dynamic clearly so um yeah moving on mr um collins follows the girls parking everywhere oh he's like a puppy dog he's like a little puppy dog and um the girls like to go and visit their aunt who lives over in the nearby village and because she lives in the village they live a little bit way out way out she um, often tells him, like, what's been going on. The young girls are all, like, fancy the officers around there mm. and everything. And um, so they go to go visit their aunt and, like, hear the latest on what the officers have been up Ooh. to. Oh, and there's a new officer in town. Oh, he's sexy, isn't he? He's hot. Mm-hmm. Even Elizabeth fancies this one. What? Oh, my God. Enter Mr. Wickham. Wickham. sexy boy. Wicked Wickham. But... As the ladies come into contact with Mr. Wickham, because um, the, young, the younger girls know the other officers, so they're all just having a nice chat on the street, Mr. Bingley and Darcy ride by. Mm. And obviously they know the young ladies as well, so they stop to say hello and say, you know, we congratulate Jane on being well again and everything. Congratulations and on your health. Congratulations Thanks. on not being dead. <laughs> We're glad you. about that. I, I'm glad too. Yes, good. good. We're all glad. We're all happy she's alive. Yay. Yay. <laughs> but, um... Elizabeth notices a look in Mr. Darcy's eye when he spots Mr. Wickham. He suddenly turns very cold and canters off because he's on a horse. I'm not sure I made that clear. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't just gallop off just on his eyes. <laughs> no, I don't like him. <laughs> anyway, it's still a bit socially awkward, isn't it? You're just like having a chat and suddenly you're like, <gasps> no, and try and ride off on Well, your horse. it was Darcy. He wasn't talking. It was oh, Bingley. Yeah. He, was, <laughs> he was just sat there staring at Elizabeth. See sexy Wickham is like, fuck that lad. Yeah. And canters <laughs> off. So yeah, Bingley's like, oh. Bye then. Bye. I guess I better go catch up with my friend. Um no one else really notices him. Talking much. Yeah, oh, but Darcy don't give a shit, does he? He doesn't give a shit. He's like, Bingley'll be fine. Bingley's mm. a big boy, can look after himself. Mm. Um so yeah, Lizzie's like, Oh, I want to know the drama. What's got Mr. To be Darcy fair, about him? Want the gossip. I want the gossip. Yeah. Um and well, the gossip is unloaded. 
over the period of about 20 fucking pages. Mm. I'd like to point out the print is tiny in this bloody book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like, could have been su- could have been summarised like so. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Um, Wickham and Elizabeth are sat next to each other at a sort of gather a dinner at Elizabeth's aunt's house. And, you know, they're sort of playing a card game. And then as the conversation goes on, they're sort of like getting a bit more like, oh, mm. so you know Mr. Darcy? Well, I wouldn't call exactly know him, but mm-hmm. yeah, we're like kind of neutrals, yeah. I suppose. And um, But she's like, oh, I noticed something. I noticed you two shared a funny look. Mm. What was that about? the drama. I noticed the drama. Mm. Lay it on my thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right now. <laughs> I want to know everything. <laughs> and then there's a little bit when he's like, oh, I don't wish to talk um, ill of a friend. And she's like, oh, have no fear. He's no friend of mine. Oh, it's that typical thing, cool thing like I don't want to bitch but oh my god she's such a cow <laughs> fully but so the story is that um, Mr. Darcy and Mr. Wickham were basically kind of raised together because Mr. Darcy's dad was Mr. Wickham's before his name then um, Mr. Wickham's godfather so they were kind of raised together and Mr. Wickham was Mr. Darcy senior's favourite just a little thing so back then was it quite standard say like if you had a godfather or like a mate that was like more privileged than you or whatever was it standard to be like you're doing pretty well fancy looking after my kids well yeah apparently <laughs> so can you imagine if you were just making like a fair bit of money and then like your mates just showed up at the door like well i don't do one. that well. <laughs> well i don't do that well he's probably going to die so yeah. could you deal with well, him i haven't got enough money to send him to private school if you would if you wouldn't <laughs> mind that would be great thanks like, um okay Okay, that's fine. But anyway, Darcy Senior seemed to like it because he apparently preferred Wickham. Oh yeah, that's what Wickham says, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm. and um, that's what he says. To be fair, Darcy sounds like a right boring shit. Yeah, he does. To be fair, yeah, Wickham, like from what I remember, seemed quite charismatic. He's very well. I mean, Darcy's meant to be charismatic with his dark brooding, but he was mysterious charismatic. Which can we all establish isn't hot? It's no not... one likes the brooding, sad, but depressed person. Oh my god, they're so annoying. And like. I study my art. Ugh. I'm just so deep and emotionally, like, unavailable. Like, you just wouldn't understand, but I looked at this painting earlier and oh, uh, I have to spend time on my own now to contemplate it, so no, I can't come meet you for dinner. Like, like oh, the fact you'd even ask. It's just like, I'm just on, like, a different level of intelligence, so I can't, like, interact with you. Yeah, our energy oh. levels, they're just not, they're just not aligning just right not now. not aligning. Oh. That's not an attractive feature. No. It's disgusting Makes and like really boring. It's, oh my God, so boring. So yeah. Boring. Yeah. Like, I always find that when, I mean, I've never read or listened, watched Fifty Shades of Grey because I'm shit. <laughs> like, but, I know nothing about it, but I'm going to judge it. Fully, <laughs> uh, fully. But I, we all know the premise. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but that funny thing of like, oh, she wants a bad, mysterious boy. No, she doesn't. She wants someone who's not going to be shit. Yes. Oh no, my God. No one wants this. And... It's like that whole thing as well. Like, yeah, they're a bad boy, but I can change them. Like, who has the fucking time? I mean, who cares? He wants to be a bad boy. Fine, go fucking be a bad boy somewhere else. I'm going to get myself... A... That was good English. Yeah, I'm going to go get myself someone nice. It's like this whole thing as well. Like, treat them mean, keep them keen. Or when, like, you're texting, like, when you're, like, flirting in the early days and you're like, oh, don't, like, reply too quickly and yeah. everything. But, like, you know, act like you're not too keen. Yeah. These are all traits that you don't really want in a relationship. Absolutely. You want someone with good communication. Who's going to be into you? So when you're dating, why do you want someone who hasn't got good communication that doesn't seem that into you fully <laughs> like it's really annoying when that, and also then you're like oh he's not keen that's fine then. and then like you're like oh no I was but when you get a boyfriend they're like well, I, was, I wanted you and you're like oh, I could have fucking said something then yeah why didn't you use your mouth words yeah or like your ability to text <laughs> yeah emotionally unavailable yeah boring. and like give a shit not give a shit moving on boring um 
so that's basically what Darcy's being at the moment. And so why he's getting butthurt that um, Lizzie's not being interested in him because he hasn't said for like more than five fucking words today. He's just like stared creepily at her like, why is she interested in me? Now, I completely would have forgotten him. If he was like message me again or something, I would have to proper stalk him. Like, sorry, who are you? Yeah, fully. Like, you're the guy who's dating my mate's friend. Like, yeah. dating my what sister. Now? Like, um, mm-hmm. my mate. Who? Was it Dobby? Dobby? <laughs> Dobby? It's Darcy. Ah, Dobby. yes, Dobsy. Dobsy, yeah, we <laughs> yes. gotcha. Got you there. So, yeah, Mr. Wickham's basically saying how after Darcy Senior passed away, um, he won- Darcy Senior had wanted Wickham to inherit mo- like a lot of his estate as well because he wanted him to be well cared for. But Mr. Darcy was like, nah, fuck that guy. I don't like him. And basically took over the estate and so le- left Mr. Wickham without a penny, hence why he had to go become an officer person mm, officer person officer person <laughs> um and elizabeth's like what a fucking arsehole what a piece of shit yeah. i will never converse with that man again i think he's well rubbish he's got some bad energy did not approve mm-hmm. um then a little while later they d- then mr bingley does come through on his promise to mrs bennett and hosts a ball over at his house and everyone does love a party everyone loves a fucking party mm-hmm. and you know who also fucking loves a party and won't let anyone not hear about it who mr collins oh for fuck's sake yeah he loves a fucking party <laughs> mr fucking collins does so at this well, point he's still single and ready to mingle is he yeah yeah so he wants a party to like meet my potential wife meet someone hot for me what is it he says he says something really Pride and Prejudice gross. must have been made into a musical oh my that. god yeah I'm gonna not, find let's it. do it um, oh my god there's a Bollywood version isn't it and it's so shit oh my god I wanna see it oh my god there's sorry because it's gonna be stuck in everyone's head for years but someone's basically like saying how they have to get married and the song goes no life Da, 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 da. without wife da, <laughs> da, 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 da. and that, that's not the tune I can't remember but you don't want to know the tune because it'll be stuck in your head for years I, does sh- I do think I've seen like this being advertised it's so shit but the songs are too damn catchy <laughs> and annoying like, I can't get behind that shit Jesus yeah it will proper drill into your brain uh, anyway so the party and Mr. And Collins so the party so yes they've been told that there's going to be a party and they're all very excited um, and of course Mr. Collins has to make his opinion on the matter heard because mm-hmm. well he's a man um and as he and he says i am so far from objecting to dancing myself that i shall hope to be honored with the hands of all my fair cousins in the course of the evening and i take this opportunity of solicitizing yours miss elizabeth for the first two dances especially a preference which i trust my cousin jane will attribute to the right cause and not to any disrespect for her because obviously it'd be so fucking horrible if you didn't dance with me it's also just like chatting around the bush so much like oh a disrespect to a different discourse like what you want can you just ask me do you want me to dance with you because the answer is no mate no but it's not even asking it's being like oh um you're gonna dance with me yeah i'm gonna dance with all of you but you're gonna dance the first two dances with me jane you won't mind this i mean i know it's such a horrible last not being able to dance with me he's so socially unaware so socially unaware and also thinks he's so such like the fucking bee's tit yeah bee's tits (laughs) are bee's tits great what do you mean honey it's bloody delicious To be fair, then, yeah. Sweet, sweet bee nectar. Sweet, sweet bee nectar. Straight from the <laughs> We should sell this. We should sell honey, not bee. These nip juice. I thought... Okay, this is not interesting, so I can't remember enough details, but I was thinking of the catch line for honey the other day. Yeah. Bee's nip juice. Bee's nip juice. Delicious, delicious. Yummy. Everyone loves a bit of boob. Oh, no, that was it. Okay, I don't think this is the right thing for our audience, but I'll record it and see what it comes out like later. It's because I do... Um, 
a Soviet impression of Ariana Grande selling honey. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, I heard you like to eat lots of honey. But do you like the stiff or the runny? <laughs> oh, now I see it. You drizzle it side from side. <laughs> Soviet Ariana. <laughs> Selling us some honey. Lovely. So, yeah, we've got it. We'll have the name for it. What was it? Bee's Nip Juice or whatever. Bee's Nip Juice. And uh, that's a little song to go we've with. Got, we've got our ad campaigning down. <laughs> yeah, I'll sing that song on our stall at Country Fairs. Yeah. We've got the whole business plan sorted. We've sorted it. It's all going ahead. <laughs> See if that stays in the final cut. <laughs> I want it to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Wickham doesn't attend the dance because awkward because thingy oh darcy's there yeah a little bit awkward a little bit awkward seeing as he's kind of staying there like will you come well no because he fucking hates me fair enough fair enough (laughs) um but lizzie's really disappointed about it so she's like having a harumphful night but enjoying the fact that jane's having a a good time full night a harumph Night, I see. <laughs> what did you think of that? I didn't know. I thought it was like a cross between horrific and eventful. <laughs> no, harumph. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm with you now. A harumph. A harumphful night. Yes, yeah, I like she's it. not having a good time. <laughs> um, but you know, she's happy that Jane's having a good time and Bingley's dancing with her, which is brilliant, brilliant great. Mm. Um, so she goes over to her friend, um, Charlotte Lucas. By the way, no one dances with poor old Charlotte. Mm. Poor old Charlotte's always on the side. Poor Charlotte. She's twenty. She's seven and twenty years old. So oh you know. God. When did we stop saying things like this? When we ran out of time. We ran out of fucking time. <laughs> and how old are you? I am seven. I am one and twenty. Like, <laughs> like twenty-one then. Yeah. Calm down. To be fair, in German, isn't it written that way for twenty-one? Like, um. Spunzig und Ein. Is that 21? I have no fucking idea. I'm probably wrong. But I, I think that's... never learnt German or clue. But they do weird... You unaccomplished swine! I learnt Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> I did your Mandarin homework for you because it was too difficult. <laughs> Mandarin's so hard. Why? Why? We just did a comparison talent. of like whose school was posher. <laughs> or no, whose school was more useful? Like, well, I suppose there are uses to learning German, but Mandarin, like, that'll put you a cut above the rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should have stuck with it. Yeah, you probably. Well, you wouldn't be recording podcasts in my garage now. <laughs> you're like, oh, I could not stick with Mandarin. This is really boring. But <laughs> fucking hell, that's just shit to put is it hard. out there for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, it's difficult. It, it, it's a bit hard. <laughs> yeah, different would, letters and everything. Diff- different whole structure to bl- everything. <laughs> to thinking. To and what I was going to say mm. is like in French, don't they like get to a certain number like like 60 or something and they just give up and they're like when they get to 70 it's like 60 and 20 60 and 21 I swear it's something like that yeah because aren't their numbers really long when they're written out yeah I think you're right yeah they just like give up at one point and then it's like 60 and 37 it does sound like someone and then you've kind of got to do math to work out what that is you're like what's 60 plus 30 yeah their math is clearly much better than that clearly not hard yeah their ability to learn language so Charlotte is Seven and twenty, did you say? Yes. So twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, everyone's like, "Oh, Charlotte Lucas is on the shelf and everything," which would be fucking gross. Mm. Um, and yeah, they're all grossed out, but like no one's. They're really all grossed out by her. Look at that gross lady on the shelf. Oh, no one wants to marry Charlotte. Your cat shelf. Oh, she's gross. <laughs> it's nothing. I didn't like her. <laughs> she's too old and not picked up by a man. Her life has no purpose. Well, as we learned from Darcy, no one likes a reject. Oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't having anyone's second bits. Is Charlotte even a reject at this point? She's just been nothing, like, uninterested. Yeah, she's just chilling. 
I mean, at the same time, she's a person with accomplishments. She's got her own shit going on. But yeah. because there has been no man interested, she has nothing. She has nothing. But a fart yeah. on the wind. She's actually quite funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's actually fucking lost. In this day and age, she'd be acing it at the Edinburgh Fringe. Literally. <laughs> just, oh, but surely that's it as well. Like, oh, she's got a great personality. Oh, yeah, exactly. Cracking personality. <laughs> Same about her face, but, yeah. you know, her personality. She's a nice, there you go. She's a nice, yeah, lovely girl. But um, at this dance, who should approach Miss Elizabeth and ask her to dance? It's not Mr. Collins. He's already been stamping on her feet all fucking night. She's actually taking a break with her nice friend Charlotte. I actually had a boy dance with me at my school dance at my all-girls convent school, and he did tread on my feet all night. (laughs) They let boys into your all-girls school. Yeah, we had... um, uh, I don't know if this is going to be offensive, but I will just say it for how it was so as an all-girls school you have um, a brother school which is an all-boys school and our brother school broke up with us they didn't want to be our brother school anymore the thing is they came and joined my school but they never came round <laughs> they never called oh no because shortly after they broke up with us they started admitting girls so they didn't yeah. need a sister school anymore no because they were definitely our brother school for a while but then one of my one of our friends like left to move to a different private school and we found out it was also their brother school oh my god so they, they were, fucking got about they didn't were, they? like classic boys with a fuck boy yeah, they were so, leaving all the girls. A schools. lot of the boys that went there were fuck boys, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to sound like shit here, but we were given a new brother school, but it was a special needs school. <laughs> um, so, like, fair, fair enough. Like, it's still like all socialised, but it was just a bit. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's what they did. They gave us a special needs school. So yeah, we um, danced with um, some. Nice boys at our school dance that chewed on my feet all night. I mean, but... to be fair, maybe we didn't have a brother's school. We were just we were Charlotte Lucas on the shelf. Yeah. Because they were like, oh no, you were partnered with. <clears throat> mm. um, and then, yeah, we found out that they were actually partnered with Dudada. And I was like, oh. Because <laughs> I think, yeah, Dudada and <clears throat> actually met up and did stuff. And we were always like, why would we have a school dance? Do they never come around here? Like, uh... I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they try to keep the girls there pure. Mm, yeah. 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 We got told um... off at our school dance because I've, I've definitely told you this story. So um, we had the school dance and on Monday we got called into like our head of year office to tell us off. And um, we uh, she was like, after uh, the school meal, before the dance, your table's left in a disgusting state. And we were like, oh, well, we were a bit messy. Okay, maybe that wasn't on. And she said, and the reason it was disgusting was because um, you'd be making out with all the boys at your table. One, none of us were cool enough to be making out with the boys <laughs> at our table, so we fucking wish. And also, how are you making out with boys? Are you, like, kissing them and then, like, rubbing your arm? Was, was I literally fucking someone on the table? Literally, how did that make a mess? Yeah, literally. So, uh, yeah. Oh, my boyfriend has pointed out there should be a drinking game for every time we say literally in this. Literally, so, literally. Uh, goodbye to your livers. Literally, literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, apparently she was married. Uh, yeah, I said, I don't know how uh, you make out with people mrs allcock but um fucking hell is that like, her name allcock she was allcock so apparently that is how she does it she gets all the cock yeah. <laughs> so, but does, she does all cock she doesn't know how to get around the lips yeah get around that that is such like they say like if you have a trauma in your life sometimes you talk about that trauma at the same in the same way as though you were the same age as when you had the trauma so what a teenage way to react to it yeah mrs allcock you old cock that's why anyway i can articulate it you're all penis you you are all willy <laughs> i hate you but yeah going back to uh, people here yeah, stepping on feet that was my experience with it and i got bollocks on monday for it that's <laughs> it how dare you? How dare you? So yes, they're at the dance. They're at the dance. And yeah, Mr. Darcy has asked 
for um, Elizabeth's hand in a dance. And again, this is like ridiculously hurried <sighs> over. Mm. Um, what was it? And um, she was in conversation. Uh, she was in conversation with Charlotte Lucas mm. when she found herself suddenly addressed by Mr. Darcy, Ooh. who took her so much by surprise in his application for her hand that without knowing what she did, she accepted him. <laughs> to- oh my God! Okay, sorry. This is so tangenty. But one time, a boy asked me on a date, and he had a very Posh voice, oh God, like no, this. unacceptable. And I couldn't understand what he said, but he was doing an upward inflection. So he'd be like, "Oh, and I went, "I'm sorry, what?" And he went, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> "I went again," and literally, you can't do more than three watts. So I went, "Yeah, cool, sure. Oh, see you on Saturday then." Fuck's sake. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, well, yeah, that, I didn't accept through shock, but <laughs> I've been there accepting something you didn't yeah. know you were accepting. Sometimes it happens. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to deal with that mess. Yeah. To be fair, isn't that a thing? Like, you're like, oh, um, take this a minute. And you pass someone like your old glass or something. And they're like, oh, and then you're like, thanks. You can hold that now. <laughs> I do that all the fucking time to my boyfriend. I've, because I'm, Girls' clothes don't have pockets. They so don't. I'm quite used to, like, you know, being out with him and I'll hand him my phone, being like, oh, can you look after that for me? You've got pockets. Mm-hmm. But it's got to the point where, like, I'll be sat next to the table and so will he. And I'll be like, can you pass him my drink? Or I'll just, like, hand him my drink. And he's like, the table's right fucking there. Put it down yourself, you laser shit. <laughs> and I'm like, to be fair, you got a point. You got I'm a point, getting, mate. You got a point. Hand. But, but again, because it's, like, no normal to accept, he mostly accepts yeah. it. Normally he's just there, like, Think, don't yourself. Do you think this thing of like women not having pockets comes from a place of like, oh, you don't need to carry stuff. Men support you. Like, is it like mm. deeply ingrained there? Because I had this one. So um, we were on holiday. So it was very hot. So I had a dress, obviously no pockets. Yeah. Um, we uh, I went to the toilet at this establishment. Um, and went in there, and there was a lady, and you had to pay for toilet paper. Oh, and um, I was like, I know some girls take their bags to the toilet, but I didn't. And yeah. um, so I was a bit sort of like, oh, I, I don't carry a wallet in my dress. Like, sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of like had to drip dry. And then I was thinking, yeah, that's kind of... I'm sure she wasn't thinking about the patriarchy when she decided to charge for toilet paper. But this whole <laughs> thing, like, um, well, if you're not going to give women places to carry their money. Like... Really? That's so annoying. Yeah. Like... Although they give fake pockets or ridiculously small ones. And I'm like, fake pockets. No, that's like, that's We're not just bullshit. carrying lipstick. I want to carry my phone, which, by the way, now is fucking huge. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> is that our fucking computer? <laughs> oh, we shouldn't insult Apple. We use their podcasts up, don't we? Oh, we are getting delisted on everything. <laughs> I love you, Apple. Your products are so great and huge. True story. One time, I was saying how shit Apple was when my phone broke and I said oh wait I mean I've always loved Apple and if my phone um, manages to fix itself I will continue to use Apple and I won't slag it off however if it breaks I'll tell all my mates never to use Apple phone got fixed by itself just, they just are saying. listening yeah just saying just saying just saying just saying yeah yeah. So my phone's also broken, Apple, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could uh, repair that. If you that. wouldn't mind, I would be incredibly grateful and will then do give you a shout out about how great you are. Yeah, because you're clearly needing it, Apple. <laughs> you seem like you're struggling. Yeah, clearly. Apple is struggling, not us. <laughs> yeah, not us. So they're at the party. They're at the party. <laughs> Darcy said, will you dance to Miss Sexy Lady with the ugly face but nice tits? <laughs> and she's gone, oh, you're all right. You're all right. Oh. Uh, 
um, don't like him anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah, by this point, she really doesn't like Darcy because she fully believes what Wickham's told her and she's like, I just want to fuck Wickham so much. <laughs> so she's like really digging Wickham. Mm. Um, when her friend's like, well, don't let... Charlotte Lucas, who's got a quote sense, she's like, well, don't let what Wickham says sway you. Like, he's quite... An, he's uh, Well, she's a bit weird about it. She's a bit like, don't let someone... Don't, don't get turned down by him. He's willing to well loads of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a fair point. But, um... I mean, if Elizabeth does marry Darcy at this point like her sisters don't need to worry about being married off or whatever yeah, they can they'll be chill. safe or, or who they get married off to they can just marry for love literally so take for the team Elizabeth take for a team Elizabeth it's alright get on with her <laughs> so yeah she's like so you might as well try and enjoy the dance yeah. which is a fair thing to say mm-hmm. um, but I do kind of feel for Darcy because he is just me <laughs> So, you know, he's finally got the courage to ask this pretty girl that he likes to dance, but he doesn't know what to say to her, so they're dancing in silence for, like, 15 minutes. 15 minutes? It's like a half-hour dance, and it's, like, the first half of the dance is silence. It's a half... That's a fucking exercise class. (laughs) Well, you think about, like, the dramas. They're literally just walking up to each other, turning around and walking away. It's not very involved. That's fucking boring, then. Yeah. (laughs) But this is, like, it's meant to be a time you talk to your partner and get to know them. Oh, I see. And you wouldn't be allowed to spend time alone with your partner. Exactly. So yeah, it's a time for a proper chin Exactly. Mm. But um, yeah, then Elizabeth is like, oh, um, yeah, she's sort of like, so, we haven't said anything yet. And he's like... She yeah. actually calls him out on it. She does. So she, does she gives zero shit. So she's like, so, we haven't said anything yet. And he's like, I have noticed this too. Oh my God, that's literally like being on a first date, being like, well, this is awkward. Yep. It's so... But I feel for him because he does really like her. But also he can see that she's not interested because now she's like, oh, Wickham, what a fucking lad. And then, like, so I think she mentions being like, so I noticed you don't like Wickham. And he's like, I don't really want to talk about that. Ooh. And then, like, um, she, a little bit more time passes in silence. And she's like, it is your turn to say something now, Mr. Darcy. Oh. And it's just, oh, it's just awful. It's like, so painful. <sighs> and she's rude to him about Wickham being like, oh, well, you, she doesn't really call him out fully on what's gone on, but she's mm. sort of like, well, I've had a lot of conversations with your friend, Mr. Wickham, and I notice he's not here tonight. And he's like, uh, so, no, yeah. he wouldn't be. I'd rather not talk about it. At the same time, though, sometimes guys are like this, aren't they? They're like, oh, I can't possibly say, but I have my reasons. If you want to get a girl interested in you and you want to, like, connect with them, you have to be fucking honest. Yeah. If you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm above talking above such things, she's going to believe other things. She's so going to just... believe that you're the dickhead and, like, you can't justify what yeah. you've done. Yeah, so... I admit the dance floor might not be the best place to discuss this, but um, you might be like, oh, um, he's clearly told you something. Um, it's probably not true. I would really appreciate the time to tell you what's actually gone on. Exactly. Not just be like, oh, we'll, we'll push it aside and hope it never comes up again. Fully. But yeah, as I say, like the dance was fucking awkward. Um, but as she walks away, Darcy reflects, like, if anyone else had been so rude to him on the dance floor, he'd never think of them again. But alas, he still likes Lizzie. <laughs> Poor Elizabeth, poor Darcy. He he can't help but fancy her. He thinks she pretty. But communicate. Use your mouth words. Use your fucking mouth words. You're such an idiot. He's <laughs> so awkward. He's <laughs> so awkward. Bless him. He's just a bit of an awkward sausage. Which is <laughs> completely going on different sides of the fence. Like you're so awkward and terrible. But oh yeah, you're so awkward. It's just because that's what blip. That's what I'd be like. Mm. You know, you finally ask that somebody you fancy. You're just like, I don't know how to talk to you. Yeah, you're pretty and nice. I like you. You want. 
You want to be more than friends? <laughs> to be fair, when I started dating my partner, um, <laughs> I really wasn't looking for a boyfriend at the beginning. So I was like, I literally rocked into his house and there was um, a picture of him when he was a kid living with his parents. He's not a weirdo. Um, <laughs> like um, a school picture of him. And I was like, fucking hell, it's good. You grew into your ears and teeth. <laughs> and he was like... Oh. Oh, okay, lovely. And uh, it was just like so blunt. And then I established after a little while that I did like him and I would like her to pursue something. I was like, could we forget like the past month? Where I've been a dick to you. (laughs) Yeah, I'd actually like to be quite nice. I think it's time you met my nice side. (laughs) Like, sorry it's taken this long to find her. Yeah, she's in there. She's in there. She's hiding. She's hiding. (laughs) She'll gradually come out. She's on her way. Yeah, I was like, maybe it was good. You saw like my sarcastic dickish side. True, that is very true. (laughs) But um, back to the story. But um, after the party, obviously it went well for Jane. Not so great for Lizzie. She still doesn't like Darcy. They're back home, and Mister Collins is still there. Can a man get a fucking hint? Can you just leave already? Yeah. And one morning at the breakfast table, he makes it known that he would like to converse with Lizzie alone. Ew. And she's like, oh, mother, don't go. Don't you need to, like, do the laundry in here or something? And Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bennett's like, no, everyone out. Get out. <laughs> go leave Lizzie alone with her future husband. We want to pursue this. This is going to be hot. Um, oh, Mr. Collins also read the mood. Like... Fully. Like, don't announce it in front of everyone at breakfast. Like... 10am is not a romantic time of day for starters. It's <laughs> way too early. you still got breakfast in your tea. Literally, like, no. Just no. Unacceptable. And spoiler, it's going to be a no. <laughs> spoiler, she's going to say no. Many times. <laughs> because I'd like to point out that I've made some notes of, like, when things get interesting. So, so, he, so Mr. Collins begins his speech on page 85, where he says... My dear Elizabeth, I have the highest opinion in the world of your excellent judgment in all matters within the scope of your understanding. Oh, like, from what you can understand, sweetie. You do quite well. Like, oh, thank you so much. Like, you clearly think so fucking much of me. He's a fucking idiot. He's so so stupid. And he goes on being like, I consider myself more fitted by education and habitual study to decide on what is right, that what is right than a young lady like yourself. So basically, I'm more intelligent than you. Yeah, so I can decide what's going to happen in your life. Yeah, because it's... I've got a better stature and a penis. It's also literally like that bit in Chicago when she uh, Lucy Liu comes in and her husband's like shagging those two women and um, he's like, hey, you're going to believe what I tell you or watch your eyes? Literally. <laughs> your eyes are what I tell you. Uh, literally, such a prick. And then, so that's on page 85. My next note of notable things that Mr. Collins says <laughs> is on page 90. Oh, God. So that's five pages of him being like, well, as I was fisting Miss um, Catherine de Boer the other day, <laughs> she mentioned that she'd like it if I took a wife, and I thought you have a rather agreeable bosom. Oh, my God! And so it's all like him just going on and on. It's like, and as I myself have a good estate, I think you'd make an agreeable companion, and I think you should accept me for all these many reasons. I have a house. <laughs> I have a penis. I'll be inheriting all your fortune. So if you don't, your family's going to be fucking destitute. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> The biggest of groans. And so then Lizzie very politely is like, oh, I, I am very flattered, but 
I could not possibly accept you. I'm very flattered, but every time I look at you, I throw up in my mouth. Fully. And he's like, what is it? He says, you would have been less amiable in my eyes had there not been this little unwillingness. But all, but allow me to assure you that I have your respected mother's permission for this address. <gasps> so basically, um, well, to be fair, saying no makes me more attracted to you because I'm a bit of a rapist, yeah. apparently. But don't worry, your mum's agreed to this. So let's get it on. Yeah. I don't need your consent, Liz. Your mum said it's okay, so let's Fully. get going. So, you know, it's it's very nice, this little hoo-ha of you yeah. being like, no. Frankly, it's quite sexy. Like, <laughs> it's turning around quite a lot. And so she keeps being like, getting more and more to the point being like, I don't want to marry you. I will never want to marry you. My answer will never change. I'm mm-hmm. saying no once and for all. It's never going to change. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I can be more clear. And he's like, mm, I'm getting a fucking erection from listening <laughs> yeah. to all this no talk. Mm, I'm feeling rigid. Literally. And she, so it, this goes on for like another five pages of her oh being like, God. I'm not fucking interested in you. For anyone and, who didn't understand that. I'm not fucking interested in you. Yes. But I'm just getting very angry on poor Lizzie's behalf. Yeah. Um, and he keeps just going on being like, sometimes a refusal is repeated a second or even a third time, but oh. you still intend to stay yes eventually, don't you, you silly little girl? Because after all, girls can't say no. And eventually it gets to the point where she literally has to run away from him. And Literally? Yeah, she literally runs out. She's like, I'm fucking done with this shit and runs off. <laughs> And she reflects upon this. Uh, uh, this is what she, um, laughing is so terrible. It's just <laughs> awful. And it gets to the. And he's still there being like, when I do myself the honour of speaking to you next on this subject, I shall hope to receive a more favourable answer than you have now given me. Though I am far from accusing you of cruelty at present, because I know it to be the established custom of your sex to reject a man on the first application. And perhaps you have even now. And perhaps you have even now said as much to encourage my suit as would be con- um, consistent with the true uh, delicacy of the female character. That's disgusting. She said, no, leave her alone. Oh, it's- I would be so fucked up if someone's so arrogant, like, I know what you women are like, who like to play these little games. Like to play these games, obviously you all mean to say yes. Like, no, when a woman says no, she means fuck off. Like, can you fucking hear me? I am saying no. No, literally, it's it's, it's not having respect for women, like, like, and just it's not seeing them as people with, like, opinions. Because then it literally goes on to to say, um, like, yeah, she runs off to get rid of the encouragement. She'd have to apply her father. So basically, she has, she's got she's thinking, I'm going to go have to tell my dad to tell him no, because at least he'll <laughs> fucking listen to him. That's ridiculous. Like, no, me means yes unless delivered by a man fully that is what his encouragement is and this is what mr fucking collins believes he's like you still plan to accept me and frankly you're all you're saying no is hot <laughs> it's so sexy i love it when they don't want it <laughs> it's so gross and you literally just run away and be like i have to go get my fucking dad yeah i can get my dad to hose you off you flick oh you're off literally so she's like um but yeah so she's just refused mr collins proposal and rightfully so, he's well gross, and she's not interested. Yeah, in um, the slightest. In the fucking slightest. Then she goes to see her dad, and her dad's like, lol, awful. Um, and her mother tells her that if she doesn't accept Mr. Collins, she shall never speak to her again. Oh, good, nice bit of emotional blackmail. A lovely bit of emotional blackmail, in which her dad cuts in like, well, Elizabeth, you are faced with the consequence of... A rather, a rather horrible consequence of if you do not accept Mr. Collins, if you do do if you do not accept Mr. Collins, your mother shall never speak to you again. Oh, I know this line. And yeah. if you, but if you do accept him, I shall never speak to you again. So it's kind of like sweet that her dad's like, I've got your back in this, but also like, um, 
I am. My opinion is still more important than your mother's. <laughs> fully, <laughs> fully. Like, well, obviously, like, obviously, you'd rather see me than your mum. Yeah, give, give a, a fuck shit. what your mum wants. <laughs> fully. So obviously, the mum's really upset and annoyed because yeah. she finally thought she was going to get a daughter married off. Lizzie's great because she's like fucking brilliant, great. Thanks, mm. Dad. Thanks, yeah. Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for the support, Really appreciate it. Yeah, cheers. So. She's happily refused Mr. Collins, who by this point has gotten quite angry about the fact that she is like, oh, sure, she didn't want me. Yeah. You mean to say she meant it when she said no? No, because when women say no, they don't mean it, Mr. Bennett. Well, obviously, she does intend to marry me. Yeah. Because have I not mentioned that I'm friends with Miss Catherine Dubois? Yeah, Catherine Dubois. And also, I have a penis. I, I have a penis. Would it help me if I got it out? Like, should I get it out? Also, if she doesn't marry me, then I, I'm going to take your estate. Yes. So. When you die. So, um... Fuck the lawyers. I'd, I'd rather like it if she said yes. Yes. It really messes with my plans, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, but, but, but what are you doing? <laughs> God damn it. God. But yeah, she says she says no, and he withdraws his proposal because he's like, oh, fuck you then, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Won't even marry. Do you want to marry anyway? So he like withdraws all but her, like, because he's a little shit. Do you want to marry you anyway? Good. Good. Goodbye. But also just goes to show like how like little invested he is with it. Oh yeah, he chops and changes so quickly. It's like I was saying last time, he literally just wants a wife, give a fuck about who the actual wife is. Give an actual fuck. Yeah. Should we leave it there for today then? I think Collins is just has just finally withdrawn his proposal after she said no seven million times. Mm. Only ten... You know what they say? Seven million no's means no. Yeah, it still means no, babe. still means no. There you go. There you go. All the ones before that mean yes, apparently. Mm. But once you get to seven million, that's a solid no. That's a solid no, right? That's when you know (laughs) that she's not just being hard to get. (laughs) Oh, gross. So next time we're going to see what Mr. Collins does next. Mm. What happens in the life of disgusting Mr. Collins and, and... Will, will Mr. Darcy ever pick up the courage to actually tell Elizabeth that he actually quite likes her? Yeah, exactly, to actually have a conversation with the yes. girl. <laughs> and will we hear Mr. Co- Mr. Darcy's side of the story with the dramas with Wickham? Oh, all of it oh, to it's come. all to come. Fascinating thing. So you've got that to look forward to. And uh, just to sign off with, please remember to follow us on Instagram. Yes, please. You'll see uh, very sophisticated content of me putting pens in my nose and such what. It's beautiful, beautiful <laughs> content. Which that's pretty ladish. So pretty. So that's um, at unclassical underscore podcast i just spat on katie's phone sorry about that <laughs> when you said katie i was like Did i thought you were gonna say me in general and i was like i did not feel that i did not feel that spat and you're right <laughs> uh, um, and uh yes if wherever you listen to podcasts so whatever you're do- listening to this on now if you could please rate and review us but it really helps if you could do it on the apple podcast one so if you could uh Please spare a moment because as of this time of recording, I think we have six rates. So I know you bastards ain't doing it. Yes, come on. <laughs> I mean, please. Please. We'll be very grateful. Also, if you follow us, we'll follow you back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow everyone. I'm not discerning. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Speak to you next. Well, I won't speak to you. I-, I always sign this off like a phone call. Yeah. Or we'll say we'll see you. We're not going to see you. We don't know who you are. To be fair, I will speak to you next time. You just won't speak back to me. Yes, we sh- we'll be speak. We're like men. We're speaking at them, and they have nothing. They they they're just sat there listening to us. We're sorry. The microphone's freaking me out a bit now because it has no choice. <laughs> Did you give consent, microphone? Are you okay? I'm scared. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. We've gone to a weird place. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Sorry. Goodbye. For fuck's sake. Bye. <laughs>